You are listening to the Reality Steve podcast with your host, Reality Steve. He's got all the latest info and behind the scenes juice on Ari's season of The Bachelor and interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. Now, here's Reality Steve. Everybody to podcast number sixty-eight. I am your host, Reality Steve. Uh, we've got quite the season ender for you today, as we finally put a nice little bow on Ari's season. Before we get to our guest, as always, please rate, subscribe, and review on Apple Podcasts. It it helps the podcast a lot. Um, always rate it five stars because it is a five star podcast, and um, Subscribe to it because it'll be in your queue on Thursday mornings. You don't have to worry about me posting on Twitter, waiting until it's up. It'll be in your queue if you could do that. So also, good news today, we are commercial free. So you will hear this podcast straight through, no interruptions. And that's probably a good thing because tonight's guest or today's guest, whenever you happen to be listening to this, uh, she is straight fire. Um, She is the winner of Bachelor season, I believe it's 16, might have been 15, I'm forgetting. We had her on last year right around this time, and I'd say she's someone that has some opinions on what happened this past season. It is Courtney Robertson. Courtney, how are you? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Um, was it 15 or 16? Do you remember your season? 16. 16. Gosh. And we're and Ari was 22. Six years ago. Can you believe it was six years ago that you were on Ben's season? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't. I'm so glad it was six years ago. Um. You know, Courtney, I <laughs> this has been interesting to say the least ever since about 6 months ago. And for full disclosure here, I want to I want to fill people in on kind of what's happened. Um on September 7th of last year was when Ari was named the bachelor on Good Morning America and we spoke that day uh for the first time probably since my podcast uh that we did last February or March. And I got a hold of you that day, and I was like, whoa, this was out of left field. I didn't know this was coming, all this stuff. And I, I remember specifically because I was in Las Vegas uh, for the first week of NFL season, my annual guys trip. And um, I remember having to step out of the sports book at the Venetian to talk to you so I could hear you. And um, what I heard that day was something that I did not think was coming. And... Um, so we'll get to that in a second. But basically, we spoke that day. Um, we did not speak again until right around the beginning of Ari's season where I contacted you and I said, hey, his season is starting. Do you want to come on and talk about this? And you said no, but you did say, you know what, let me just get through this season and I promise I'll come on at the end of the season. And you've held to your promise, so I appreciate you doing that, but... Um, Let's go of back. Course. Let's go back to that conversation in September. You find out the same day that we all do um, that Ari is going to be named the Bachelor and going to be the Bachelor for this past season. What was your initial reaction? Well, um, <laughs> you know, I haven't talked about this at all. I've been pretty quiet this season, and you know, I didn't even know if I was going to watch the season, uh, and that's why I was like, let's just see. We'll talk afterwards, and. I ended up watching and I'm glad that I did. But, uh, so leading up to him becoming the bachelor, we had been spending a lot of time together. 
uh, <laughs> we were working on a house together that he bought that I live in. And, um, so we were doing a renovation together and I was filming it and I was like, you know, this is fun, like good, clean, fun. Like maybe we could get an HGTV show. Um, and he did a really nice thing for me. He, you know, we found this off market deal. I won't bore you with the details, but you know, we were peeling wallpaper and picking out flooring and going to Home Depot and having a lot of fun. You know, we'd work on the place all day and then go do yoga. And, uh, you know, I had gotten out of a relationship that July that I had been in for on and off for three years and we were both single. So, um, obviously when he got announced, well, I knew it was going to happen. I, I, you know, I was with him the day that producers called him and it was kind of out of left field. And he kept saying like, I don't think it's going to happen. And he called me from the airport, um, on his way to New York, he was going to be announced in the morning. And I don't know. I just started crying <laughs> when he told me I was like, I just was overwhelmed. I was, I was, I felt really sad about it. So what, what made you cry? What were you upset at? I mean, had he not been offered the, the show, I, who knows what would have happened. I mean, obviously we weren't like, he wasn't my boyfriend or we weren't, I wouldn't say we were dating, but there definitely were conversations that were like, it might've had been heading in that direction. And, um, you know, we, when I, I mean, starting going back, when I moved back to Arizona, um, we kind of started dating and, and that was the summer of 2016. I moved back in July and, um, and just for, and just for the that. record, July of 16 is when he met Sydney and they officially started dating. Well, I found that out, <laughs> uh, kind of the hard way because <laughs> we were hanging out and, you know, we had never lived in the same state and I didn't move back here for, you know, to, to try to date him or anything like that. It just was like, Oh, you're here and you live here now. And, uh, we had been spending a lot, a lot of time together. And then he came into one of my best friend's restaurants with Sydney. And, you know, it was the same thing that happened when we had dated the last time with the iHeartRadio situation and him flying a girl in and um, it hurt, you know, and I was like, okay, that's it. Like, I care about you. Like, we have developed a friendship over the years. And I wanted to just, I just put him back in the friend zone. Um, for me, I was like, okay, this has happened twice. So, before he left for filming, it was kind of, you know, we were in a, in a great place and it was like, you know, he had said a few things like, you know, you have given me more chances. Like most guys would be lucky to have one. And if we do this, I want it to be the real deal. So that was kind of where my head was at. And, um, I was like cautiously moving forward. So, and I said to him, like, he kept saying, like, how do you feel about this? And I'm like, I don't feel great about it. Like, how would you feel if you were in my shoes and I went off and got engaged and you had to watch it? And he's like, I'd feel awful. Like, I would hate it. And I'm like, well, that's how I'm going to feel. Like, it's going to be so in my face. Um, and also, it's it kicked up some dust for me just because I was like, I don't want to get dragged into this again. Like, you know, I had done dealt with the media and all that stuff. And I just could see the storm happening, like. I'm going to have to watch this. I'm going to be asked about it constantly. And obviously I have feelings about it. So (laughs) either way, even if we weren't spending that much time together, it still would have been hard for me to, to, to swallow. (laughs) And you are in a situation where before he leaves for the show, like you said, you weren't dating, but there was more going on between you two than what has led, been led to believe up to this point that most of the public knows or knew about Mm -hmm. and 
So he's kind of giving you hints that when you're renovating a house together, that this could be your guys's future and your house together without any sort of commitment, but hinting at it. And then all of a sudden he drops on you. Oh, by the way, they want me to be the bachelor. Well, no, he was never going to live here with me. Um, it was, he did a nice thing for me. I, I found this deal. I wasn't in a position. I wasn't ready to buy it. And so he bought it and, and he, he bought it. And with the notion that I'm going to buy it from him and we renovated it together and okay. he wasn't racing and you know, he, him and I both do real estate. So he's like, you know, I'm not racing right now. Like I have the time. It was the dead of summer. Like I have the time to take on this project. And, and I was like, Hey, you know, like we we started doing it. I was like, this is so fun. Let's film it. And that was just like for fun. Like who knows if something would have happened or not. But, um, so yeah, he, it was more like, Hey, we're, we have this like house. This is like our little baby. And why don't we get through this and then kind of go from there. And, but we were spending so much time together and, you know, I adore him. I adore his family. And it's, it's, it's hard to describe. And I don't think people really can quite understand Yeah, the no, relationship it, that we formed over many, many years. Yeah, no, I mean, it is somewhat confusing because there was, a, you know, a, 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 an actual physical relationship between you guys at one point. You've made it known in your book how you felt about that physical relationship. Um, but you know, when he got back from filming, when he started doing press for his upcoming season in late November, early December, he had made a comment in one of his interviews about the fact that it was kind of a flippant comment of someone must have asked him about Courtney. He's like, yeah, I'm her landlord. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I guess technically in a way he's your landlord, but he bought you your place. So <laughs> he's your landlord in the fact that I'm assuming when you write out your mortgage payment every month, it's being made out to him. I, yeah. When I Venmo him, my rent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's an interesting yeah. way to call himself a landlord when he bought you your place, uh, in I hopes know, that you're going to buy it kind of apologized back. for that as well. And I was like, yeah, it just it was a little, it was, you know, and since the show, we've obviously talked and seen each other and we'll talk about that, but yeah. you know, it just didn't feel great. You know, I was like, yeah. Oh, okay. He's my landlord. I think he just kind of misspoke. Well, so he leaves to do the show. Um, obviously, they're filming throughout September and October and into November and whatnot. And you know, there's other there's other stuff that came out during that time. And one of those that I that I do want to talk about um, briefly is mm-hmm. you know I had Sydney on my podcast uh, before the season started, um, and as we know, she she dated him from July of sixteen to. July of 17, about a month before he left for filming. And, um, I, you know, I don't, she wasn't, she didn't say the reason they broke up was you, but she made it known that, that it was a thorn in her side. Your and Ari's relationship was very much a thorn in her side while they were dating. Um, I mean, what is your take on how everything that went down between Ari and Sydney and, your role in their relationship, and do you think she could have handled it better by speaking up? Do you think you could have handled it better by not spending as much time with someone who had a girlfriend, or did Ari downplay his relationship with Sydney to you so he could see you? I, there's so many ways we could go about this, so I'm just I'm curious to what your response is to that because I don't really know. <laughs> 
Well, I knew about her all along and, um, you know, I don't want to say anything that's going to like pile on or hurt her feelings. Cause obviously he's talked a lot about that relationship with me. And I think that there's things that I could say that would really hurt her feelings. Um, and I'm not in the business of just trying to make people feel bad, but I think she kind of learned the hard way. Um, I think if she would have been asking tougher questions, she would have had, <laughs> I mean, he's honest if you ask the questions, yeah. but ultimately, you know, I kept telling him like, I knew how he felt about her and I knew how he didn't feel about her. He didn't feel like he was in love with her. He didn't think he could get there. And I kept telling him like, you're going to break her heart. You're going to break her heart. Like, you know, and I know he wishes he would have ended it sooner. Um, but like I said, I put him in the friend zone. Like, (laughs) you know, she was well aware of our friendship and, you know, I think that there are other things that were going on during their relationship that have nothing to do with me that if she knew she'd probably feel even worse. So, and I think she's I, kind of, I think she knows that stuff that. now. I think she's wised mm-hmm. up post breakup with him. And I think she, she realizes it. And, and in speaking with her, it was pretty clear. And I've spoken to Sydney, um, since that podcast, um, she's well aware that there was stuff going on that she a either turned a blind eye to, or B really didn't know about. Um, probably a mixture of both. There are certain things that she probably saw going on or thought was going on, but didn't want to rock the boat in the relationship. Didn't want to step up and ask, wait a second, what is going on? Why are you doing this? So I don't think that's a lesson learned, you know, and I think that's something that I learned in my young twenties as well. And, you know, and that's one thing that like Ari has been like, always like, Oh, you know, too much. Like, because I just will call him out on stuff. Like, you know, the day that he walked into my friend's restaurant, it was like a call. And, you know, I am the kind of girl, I'm not going to sit there and just be like, Oh, you know, like, (laughs) and just wonder or just think that he's going to be with me because, you know, guys are guys. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think there's a a real possibility that, like I said, Sydney doesn't blame you um, for it. And I think she's, She's learned a lot from it and, um, you know, I hope, I hope she gets, you know, learned a lot from it and hopefully she doesn't get hurt again. And, you know, I tried to, you know, I was actually like, Hey, you know, even though that relationship hurt me in a way, like I was still kind of very like, Hey, you know, you're going to hurt her. Like, I don't, like I said, I don't want anyone to feel bad, you know? So his reasoning for continuing to stay with Sydney when he certainly wasn't it's just funny to think of now because of what we saw him say on TV this week of, well, I ended the relationship with Becca and I ended my engagement with Becca because I wasn't 100% in. I was half in, half out. Well, sounds like he was half in, half out with Sydney and dragged her along for another X amount of months. When I think he was, he was more than half out. I mean, he didn't invite her to his brother's wedding. And yeah. I just, you know, and I know, cause he told me all along, like throughout, cause we were friends. Um, how, I knew how he felt about her and he didn't, it wasn't like a suit that serious for him. I think she felt like it was more serious than he did. And, you know, looking back, he's like, I should have ended it way sooner. Um, so it just kind of came to a head and yeah, it was over us doing yoga together, but yeah, you know, it wasn't the first time, like we had been you know, it's not my fault that that relationship ended. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think anyone's blaming you, but in her mind, it was just uncomfortable for her. Because you remember, you, you did write in your book that this is a guy you had a physical relationship with, You he was your boyfriend at mm-hmm. one point, and you, totally. have, and you have said, like, he's the best sex I ever had. So when his current girlfriend, even though 
maybe she thought it was more serious than he did. The fact was he was spending a lot of time with her. He was, she was staying at his place numerous times. If you're a girl and you're in that situation, you're assuming this guy's into you. If he's constantly letting you stay at his place and you guys are spending the night together a lot. Um, when he knows, when she knows that the guy that she's with is spending a lot of time work wise, yoga wise with the girl who he's had a past with and who has been complimentary of his skills in bed, you can see, you can see why she would be uncomfortable, right? Like, yeah. And I, I a hundred percent can. And I can, I also can't quite understand why she wouldn't press for more details or put her foot down, but yeah. that's just how I operate. And when I'm in a romantic relationship and yeah, you know, and by the way, going back to the book thing that goes everywhere, I wrote that like six years ago. And when I wrote the book, <laughs> he's like, just put that, like, I just have to clear that up. Like <laughs> he was like, can you, you know, just put that in there. <laughs> it wasn't like, I don't know. Just had to throw that in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I mean, it was like, like you said, it was six years ago when you said it. However, um, just out of curiosity, has that person changed in your life like is he still the is he still the best sex you've ever had because if he is then it doesn't matter no. who wrote it six years ago okay no okay and what what i was leading to was like you know he was like oh as long as i'm like i'm putting you in my book he's like as long as you say x y and z and i was like okay I'm like <laughs> you know because it wasn't that favorable for him so i was like sure i didn't realize six years later that that it would still have <laughs> yeah. so much so much legs <laughs> yeah no it, it 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 does people just can't seem to forget that um so i mean so that i mean that covers pretty much the situation with sydney i think a lot of people just assumed ari was cheating on sydney with you and that's not the case <laughs> no it's not the case okay I, but I don't know that he was necessarily like, I know, like I said, I know a lot and, um, I think whatever her in, woman's intuition is, she should probably just listen to that. And it's neither here nor there. I mean, yeah. you know, she hasn't really handled, in my opinion, the breakup that well and doing the live stuff and like saying kind of mean things. And I've been there like with exes, like I get it. She was hurt. But at what point do you just kind of like, just take the high road, you know? Yeah. Um, and not beat a dead horse. I get it. She was hurt and it happened really soon, but, um, you know, she said some pretty mean things about him and him and I've talked about it. Like, he's like, she obviously didn't take the breakup very well. Like, you know, it's like kind of like she's kind of show he, he said in his words, like she's kind of showing her crazy. <laughs> and well, and from the podcast, she, <clears throat> from what she said, you know, when he got back from filming, she was one of the girls that he did call. Um, I told him he should. I said, you should reach out to all of your exes. <laughs> you told said, him this? Mm-hmm. Why would he need, why would he need to reach out to all of his exes when he got back from filming? Well, in my experience, it, I wish looking back that I would have called all of my ex-boyfriends before I even left for filming because a lot of them found out once the show started airing. And by that point, like they, the media were already reaching out to them and, I felt like they were hurt by me not telling them and a lot like I had one ex-boyfriend in particular who sold stories on me and I was like, hey, you know, you might just want to reach out to some people and kind of clear the air. That was my suggestion. Um, not like it's not like he was calling her to be like, I want to be with you. But yeah, no, she didn't. Say he that. is a good guy. Like he did feel bad. He felt really bad. You know, he didn't want to hurt her. But 
you know, that's on him. And you'd have to ask him about that. So, yeah, maybe I gave him a bum steer. <laughs> it just seems like it was more damage control than anything else. Like, basically, mm-hmm. don't say anything bad about me or please. <clears throat> I would appreciate it if you didn't <clears throat> run to the media about me or talk about me and, and whatnot. And, um, you know, when she relayed the mm-hmm. story, there wasn't much. There wasn't really much there. Uh, you know, she, he called her, but um, it seemed like it was more of a kind of hey just take it easy on me or or whatever but mm-hmm. and um, she was like apparently really upset i mean he told me like about the call um so who knows but you know i wish her well and i i know i know what it feels like to go through it and i've been hurt by him before multiple times so yeah i've been i've been in her shoes and i'm not like i have no bad feelings towards her like i said you know ari's a special person in my life and I was telling him the whole time, like, you're going to break her heart. So, And he did. You know, I mean, it just... He's a little heartbreaker. Yeah, that guy, uh, he can't seem to uh, not break people's hearts, especially especially (laughs) on camera. Okay, um, so let's let's move on to filming ends. Ari comes back to Arizona as an engaged man to Becca. Where is your role in this? In terms of, not that you played a role in his engagement to Becca, but I'm assuming you spoke to Ari after he got back from filming. Um, And, Mm -hmm. I mean, what can you share with us? So, you know, when he left, we were in the middle of a project. And and, uh, I moved in when he was, I finished it on my own. And that was kind of hard. And I was kind of sad during that time. And he came back and wanted to come by and see the place and obviously get caught up. And we went to dinner, went to our, you know, my favorite sushi place and <clears throat> he got to see the place and sushiholic. Yes. How did you know that? Someone sent me a picture of you guys there that night. <laughs> Stop. That's creepy. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, thank you for not posting <laughs> it because what a mess that would be. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, brother well you know that's i mean i figured you had talked to him i just thought i mean there was no way he was going to come back and not speak to you i just thought he would be a little more discreet about hanging out with you in public just because of the optics that it gives to anybody who might catch you which happened Mm -hmm. to be someone there that night that said hey just want to let you know ari was here with courtney tonight at sushiholic i go there all the time and they were there and they weren't, mm. you know, they weren't holding hands. It wasn't like they were together, but they were definitely there together talking and they left together. And I was like, that's just stupid. I mean, it just, it was dumb of him um, because it just doesn't, it doesn't look good. Even though nothing happened, he should have been a little more aware of I think, his role. I think that's why I was so sad too when they announced him. It's like, I realized like we had so much fun and we spent so much time together and I realized like that had to end in a way because he was going to come back engaged and you know, that night he came over, I will honestly say I've never seen him more upset. Um, and it was emotional for me as well. I mean, I hadn't seen him in so long. And um, it, he told me pretty much everything about how he felt the show. He basically told me everything. And, you know, he was like, I'm engaged and, and this is how I feel. And he felt very conflicted. And I don't think I've ever seen him like that. You know, uh, I felt badly for him. And he told me that he felt like he made a mistake and this is like right when he got back and that he like fell in love with both girls, but that he felt like he 
he picked wrong and he felt like he knew instantly that he did. And I actually, we talked through it and I just said, you know, you went through this whole thing. This is your decision. Like, uh, you know, if you feel like you made a mistake, correct it. And maybe you need to call Jason Mesnick, which I don't think he did, but um, you know, to his point, he was like, well, Jason went through it when like during a time when social, social media wasn't like as prevalent and I'm going to get like America will hate me. And, you know, I really do love Becca and I'm going to just keep spending time with her. And, um, and, but he was really upset and I, it, made, it was hard to see, you know? Mm. So it was right. So it was instant. And, and I mean, he has said this on the shows the last few nights that, I mean, hell, he told Becca to her face that he his regret was he shouldn't have proposed because he was still struggling and and whatnot. And um, yeah, that is a huge mistake. I don't think anyone's denying that. He's not denying it himself that he made a huge mistake by proposing because he wasn't, I guess, in love with her. I mean, is it is that the way to look at it? Like, because he said numerous times, as we know, I love you so much. I love you so much. He said it to both girls ad nauseum while he was in Peru. So. The vibe that I'm getting from you that you got from him is he loved Becca, but he was in love with Lauren. Yes, 100% or 1,000%, if you will. And (laughs) Mm. um, he said that, you know, also something that's funny that he hasn't mentioned, he had bronchitis at the end. And, you know, obviously I know people are going to be like, oh, she's going to always just stick up for him. Of course, I care about him. But he, his dad had bronchitis when he was there filming the ending and then Ari caught it from him. And Ari told me, he's like, I woke up at 4am that day to start filming. And he said, I, at that moment, that morning of the engagement, I still didn't know, um, what I was going to do. And he was like, I was running on like no sleep. I was sick as a dog. And he's even said it like I shouldn't have proposed that day. But he said that he knew instantly, um, when Lauren came up and like said her speech or whatnot. And, he knew instantly that he made a mistake. That's why he said, I love you when he walked her out. But why would he, I mean, if Lauren is saying this stuff to him in Peru, why didn't he just say, <laughs> I guess, cause he can't, I mean, I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't know the inner workings that much, but why wouldn't he have just been like, Oh, light just went off in my head. Or is it because he already told the producers before either girl approached, okay, let's do Lauren first. Cause I'm not picking her. I'm doing Becca. Like, I guess what I'm saying is when Lauren was giving him a speech, why wouldn't he in his mind just say, you know what? I am going to go with her. And but- looking back, I'm sure he wishes he would have because he knew in that moment that he, he said, as soon as he said it, he knew he made a mistake. And and I feel bad. Like I said, I don't want to like, you know, Becca seems amazing. And yeah. I guess the beauty of it is, is like, she gets to be the bachelorette now. And the track rec- record for the bachelorettes is pretty great right now. Like, so, mm-hmm. you know, looking, watching that breakup scene, which I thought was totally cringy and really just greedy of ABC and like just painful to watch. Like maybe everybody did get their happy ending. Like that's romantic in me. Like, yeah. you know, Ari's and, and Lauren are planning a wedding and, you know, I think it's the best thing for Becca. And like, I, I just don't want to say over say too much or, you know, Ari's my friend and, you know, but I, I believe what he said and I could see it. I mean, he just was really broken up and I've known this man for years and I've never seen him like that. I mean, he had tears in his eyes and I've actually never seen him cry. <laughs> uh, well, you had him when he sent Becca M away too, but um, it's a different story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, right. So he, so he says this to you and this is like you said, right after he got back, 
So what's his thought process going forward? Did he say, was it more along the lines of, okay, here's what I'm going to do now. I'm going to continue to see Becca to see if this builds, but if it doesn't build, I got to get out of this? Or, hey, I know I'm eventually going to Lauren no matter what, but I've got to play this out with Becca. He um, had been talking to producers and they, they knew how he felt and he'd been, you know, reaching out. He was trying to, he wanted actually, actually wanted to reach Ben Higgins. Um, cause I know that he had a similar, it sounds like a similar experience and, mm-hmm. uh, he was searching for answers, but his, his approach was like, everyone was telling him like, this is normal. Like most bachelors feel this way and, um, it's going to pass and it's going to pass. And he's like, Courtney, like, it's just all consuming. Like I look at her Instagram like 11 times a day and, you know, I called and checked in with him once. I'm like, where are you at with that? He's like, I'm only looking 10 times a day. And, um, (laughs) he just was, you know, his approach was like, it's going to pass. Like everyone keeps telling me it's going to pass. I'm going to keep spending as much time with Becca. And, and he did say like, at one point we talked, he's like, she's just such a wonderful woman. And she's so understanding. Cause you know, he was very open with her about, being conflicted and you know they were telling him like don't tell her like that's a no no like um so he at least was honest with her and it wasn't like I don't think she was I mean I get that she was blindsided but like they had had multiple conversations about how conflicted he felt and how sad and so yeah his his approach was like to be with Becca and to not do that everyone kept telling him don't do it and I encouraged him to follow his heart because at the end of the day, you know, if he felt like he was in love with her and people keep saying like, he doesn't know what he wants. I think the thing that he does know is he knows how he wants to feel. And that's what people are are missing is he felt like he was in love with her and he wasn't in love with Sydney. He couldn't get there with her. And I don't think he could get there with me. So, you know, I'm happy for him that he feels like he has this like connection, whether America or you or or I see it. Yeah, I certainly don't see it, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, One of the things that I (laughs) wanted to talk about in in this was, and this is kind of a more of a humorous thing, the two Instagram post slip ups that him and Becca did. Mm -hmm. Uh, Did you ever did you ever bring this up to him? Like, hey, you what are you doing? You can't like, how did he even get to show Becca to his friends? Like, we know how these happy couples visits work. We talked about yours when you were with Ben the one time in Arizona right after your season ended filming. Ben happened to be in Arizona for his college graduation um, or college uh, reunion. And you live in Arizona and you guys did a secret meetup that wasn't um, yeah, sanct- sanctioned by producers. So this 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 bike riding trip that he took with Becca with the helmet on and everything with his friends and then the backyard in the ha- in the probably Hollywood Hills home where they pretended they were in, they, you know, where they both, where they both did an Instagram story from the same backyard. Did he ever mention this to you Whoops. as to what, <laughs> like, did he do it on purpose or no? What? I no, he did. Did he just not think people paid that much attention? I think so. And like, I even warned him about that. You know, uh, he, when he came by that night, I was like, I know who you picked and, um, I'm like, you posted something. I'm like, you can so clearly tell it's her. And he's like, no, you know, we covered up the faces. I'm like, all right, come on. And he's like, oh my God, you're right. Like I, I'm going to delete it. I'm like, nope, don't too late. Don't delete it. Like <laughs> that's going to even look worse, you know? So, um, I think that's one thing I do like about him is he's just, he does kind of break the rules a little bit. And 
I think for him, he wanted to spend as much time with her as possible, as quick as possible. And I think, and so him flying, you know, other people have done it too, but those posts were, they weren't intentional basically. They weren't intentional. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I just said, don't piss piss off ABC. This is what I said to him. I warned him like, you don't want to, you know, like Caitlin Bristow had done, I've heard rumblings of her Snapchatting something and that getting leaked. And, um, I've heard things. People have said things in the franchise to me about that. And such a weird community I'm in. (laughs) Uh, You just don't want to piss off the, you don't want to piss off the hand that fed you. So when you talk to him about this and then we're getting closer to new year's and he's obviously struggling with his decision with Lauren, what, what advice did you give him in terms of getting in touch with Lauren while he's still an engaged man to Becca? Um, I said I would call her. I'd get her number. I said, don't put anything in writing. You know, you know, who knows what her response is going to be. And basically said, like, anything you do right now is you're under a microscope. So don't put it in writing. Like, a call is better. And I encouraged him. I, I was like, I can tell. I'm like, you're the most decisive person I know. I don't, I don't know how this happened. Like, you know, and this was your journey. And ultimately, I want you to be happy. And so I'm, I'm actually glad that he followed his heart. But I feel bad that people got hurt along the way. Um, but yeah, I just told him to, that he should go for it. And he does. He, he cont- didn't tell he, me. He, I found out after the fact. <laughs> so he did. So you didn't know about the contact with Lauren until it was out there publicly. Right. He said, you know what, if I'm still feeling this way on January 1st, I'm going to reach out to her. And, um, I didn't talk to him till I didn't talk to him. He was off doing press and, um, and then the next time I saw him, I saw him, I've only seen him twice since he's been back. I've been helping him with some real estate stuff. Like, you know, since he's been on the road, I've been showing his listings and taking his clients out. And, um, we've talked more about business, but the last time I saw him, he, he told me and he came clean and he said, I reached out to her and it could have gone one of two ways. And she was receptive. And, and then he proceeded to tell me about how they filmed the breakup and, I just stopped him. I was like, I don't even want to know. I don't want to hear. Like, I feel so bad for her. Um, I was happy for him and that Lauren took him back, but I just knew it was such a mess and it was going to be so negative for him. And that made me sad. So, and I've been having a heavy heart all week, just seeing the mean things that people are saying because I've been there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I guess, one major question to ask in all of it, in all of this, and it seems to be a sentiment among a lot of the fans, is if Lauren, when he makes that call, obviously knowing where they're at right now, <clears throat> she didn't tell him to kick rocks. She didn't tell him to go to hell. She obviously made it clear at some point during their conversation from January 1st until he ended things with Becca that she was willing to work on things with him and she would take him back. So with that said, do you think, I I know it's a hypothetical and it's tough to say, but a lot of people seem to be of this assumption and I am too. If Lauren does tell him to kick rocks when he makes that phone call, do you think he's still with Becca? Uh, That's like such a tough question. Honestly, I can't speak for him, but I think, no, I think, mm -mm, I think he I don't think he would have married her regardless. Um, I really don't. And uh, I think he probably would have just kept trying to get Lauren back. Hmm. 
Um, and first don't succeed. Try, try again, you know. <laughs> and we, we know the guy's persistent with women. Uh-huh. Um, I, it's certainly something that, um, like, yeah, I, I, don't be, I don't necessarily believe that that would be the case. Um, well, she was do, pretty do, receptive. I, I, don't, I, don't think, I, I don't think he was ever going to marry Becca because I don't think he's ever going to marry Lauren, which is a different topic we'll get into. But Steve, they're planning their wedding. Come uh, on. Uh, I'm probably going to be at it. <laughs> This is so ridiculous. <laughs> no, I just saw in like Good Morning, one of the shows today, they were like planning their wedding, like yeah. ASAP, Rocky. Yeah. Which is even more stupid than everything that's happened so far. <laughs> uh, you, we're, I've lost my train of thought because I'm so lost in this now. Um, oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I just don't think, I, I really do think that maybe he wouldn't have married Becca, but I think if Lauren says, you know what, Ari, I can't get over what happened in Peru, we're, I no, I don't want to try this. I don't want to go forward with this. I don't think he breaks up with Becca in January like he did. I, I think he just rides it out through the after the final rose and then just does a regular breakup maybe, you know, three or six months later. I I don't know. I, I, I don't see him <clears throat> if Lauren was it, it's so hard to say because Lauren didn't say that. Lauren took him back in a heartbeat and doesn't seem like she's asked one tough question about it and seems like she's taken him back and taken him at his word, even though he's given her no reason to other than his words. You know, I I don't, I don't really get that part, but here we are. I think she found the strength and from what I gather and not to beat a dead horse, but I feel like she realized after the breakup that she was willing to fight for him. And I think that that was lacking towards the end. Like she just didn't, that's why he chose Becca. He's like, you know, it was like logic over love kind of a thing. And I think that that time apart, maybe only I hate to say it might've made him a little bit stronger because she, I know she said that she's willing to fight for, I'm willing to fight for you. Like she found some strength through the breakup, I guess in a weird way. I don't know. It's possible. I mean, (laughs) I'm, it's not my, Hey, it's not my reality. I'm just, I'm just, yeah, we're trying. We're trying thoughts. to figure out what's going through Lauren's head, and and ever since that she has taken him back, we saw the conversation of him going to Virginia, and yes, she already knew that he had broken up with her, but that whole conversation looked incredibly awkward. Um, she was so happy from the get go, and yes, I understand that they had been talking, but it just doesn't seem like she's asked the right questions, and she's still living on planet Ari right now and and still kind of just in fantasy land and still in this bubble of look at where we are. I just don't see the questions being asked that probably should be asked in a situation where he was just engaged to somebody back in November, someone that he chose over you and you were just so willing to take him back that quickly. Molly took Jason back. And they're eight years in with a with a child, which is fine. Um, but they also didn't get engaged for ten months. They dated for ten months before Jason proposed. So that brings us to where we're at right now, which is he proposes on the on the after the final rose, six weeks after he ended an engagement. Um, your thoughts I on the proposal? I mean. I was kind of surprised he did it then because we talked about it and I was like, you better get her a really nice ring. And he's like, you know, I don't know if I want to do it live and I kind of want it to be special for us. So I kind of assumed that he would do it at one of their happy couples and 
Um, you know, and, but I also was like, get, you know, to get the Neil Lane ring because she deserves it. Like she's been put through a lot and, and he's like, Courtney, I can afford to buy a nice ring. I'm like, well, you better buy her a nice, really, really nice one. So I was actually, I didn't know he was going to do that. Um, I was surprised that he did it that way, but in many ways I can, knowing him, I can see kind of why he did it for her and for their story. And it was, was it to like kind of drill home to everybody like hey to the public like hey i'm serious about this see i'm proposing i I think i don't know i just i think that he i know that he was planning on it like it was just a, a function of like when and rather than like him like part of him wanted to do it like as something it was just theirs and not for the public but at this point it's like hey just you know do it and i'm sure he's that's the thing he's got the bachelor producers in his ear I mean, I'm sure that they kind of not twisted his arm, but like they probably talked through everything about like filming the breakup. And I didn't know he was doing that. And if he would have told me he was, I would have been like, Ari, you do not do that to that poor girl. Do not blindside her or at least give her a heads up, you know, and be like, hey, like this isn't a, this isn't an update on our happy couple. Like this is going to be kind of negative. So be prepared. Wear your waterproof mascara. <laughs> Well, that was, I mean, that's something that we didn't, I mean, you kind of hit on it right there was the breakup. I would have told him to do that, like off camera. Like, I think the point is, is I think Bachelor producers have been kind of supporting him through, and he needs their support because, you know, this isn't their first rodeo, but like, like I said, you don't want them to turn on you. So it's like kind of just at this point, you're so deep in it, like you've stepped in it, like, (laughs) and now just play by the rules and you know, but he was kind of getting mad. Like, I'm just going to keep it for myself and I want to do it on the side. And I love this. Like he, you know, tells me how much he loves her all the time. So he's going to be making it. He's like, I'm going to make it up to her like over and over. Oh boy. (laughs) So when he does this breakup, like you said, you didn't find out about it till later, I guess go over the mentality of somebody that's in that situation. And you know, Robert Mills has said on his radio show this week, he said, Ari is not contractually obligated to break up with her, to have that breakup filmed. Um, did we know about his feelings? Yes. Did we suggest that we do this on camera? Absolutely. But he's under no contractual obligation to actually do it. Um, so why do you think he did do it? I know why he did it. He told me he did it because he wanted to secure her as the next bachelorette. And he really wanted that for her. And he felt like if he did it, that it would be um, a guarantee. I think it would have been a guarantee the second he Mm -hmm. broke up with her, regardless of of if the breakup (laughs) happened on camera or off camera. The second that he had dumped the girl that he proposed to, Right. He didn't need to do that for Becca to be the bachelorette. I think that's a horrible reason. To, 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 <laughs> if, if, is that the reason that he's selling now that I did this on camera so she could he be the bachelorette? He told me that after, before they even aired it. Yeah, he told me that, and like I could at the time could kind of see that, but I also was like, no, you blindsided her. Like I was like, I don't want to hear the rest of the story. Like I just was like, it, it was so cringy to watch, and I feel like ABC got super greedy. And they didn't need to play it like that. They didn't need to like hype it up like that. And, you know, and I get kind of like why they did, but like, it just was like, 
cringy. I just, I, I don't know about you, but I just thought it was so oh, yeah. painful to watch. And I get you're making a television show, but like this girl's heartbroken and she's blindsided and she's supposed to trust these people. And she, no wonder she felt betrayed. And I guess the only thing I would say is like the timing, like if he would have broken up with her after the final rose, that's how I could see them not making her the bachelorette because it's like, she didn't have time to grieve. And I mean, she is so classy and taken the high road and been like, I cried for four days and you know, like the timing of it, I guess makes sense in order for her to heal, to be prepared for to date again. Yeah. Cause that happened in the beginning of January where basically two months, she's had two months to get over uh, the breakup. They still could have showed it, but like not like in that way, they could have shown a minute of that. They didn't need to like, you know, like, okay, he's looking off and she's in the bathroom. And like, you know, it just, it just seemed gross. Or he could have not done any of it on camera. He could have just done that all off camera. Or given her a heads up, like, Hey, I'm, we're filming this and I want, this is how I feel. And just play along. Like, I want you to be the next bachelorette. You know, would she have shown up? Who knows? But, oh, I just feel bad for all parties involved. And I'm so, I'm honestly so relieved the season is over. It's been so in my face and like, it's almost hard not to like watch, but in many ways it's like, okay, everybody got their happy ending. Like, you know, let's just move on. <laughs> yeah. I think it's certainly ways to look at it that, that that's what it ended up being. I mean, people that are pro Becca are like, Hey, Becca made out like a bandit. She doesn't have to have Ari as a fiance anymore. Cause who wants somebody that doesn't want them. And now she gets her own crop of guys to choose from. So I guess, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, Certainly one way to look at it. Um, uh, you know, I, I think, is there anything you saw over the last two nights? I mean, that was Monday nights. Uh, the Tuesday night with the, the live show and how Becca and Ari handled themselves. And I guess the big one being Ari and Lauren together. And you talked about, and and, and, and here's the thing that I, I don't know if you can even, if you know the answer to this or if you could even share it is this Ari and Lauren relationship that they say there's this connection that people just don't understand. They say that there's this love that people just don't understand. And yeah, we don't understand it because we haven't seen any of it. And well, there's not a lot of dialogue there that was shown or that in general, (laughs) (laughs) in general, there isn't a lot of dialogue um, between the two of them that we've seen. Yeah. Um, so like I said, maybe it's like some people have that, like when I, when you know, you know, and like, you know, I know Ari touched on last night, like the editing and their dates and like, they wish that they would have shown this or would have shown that. And everybody who's been on the show feels that way. There's so much footage, you know, but what they did show and what they showed a lot of, and you know, and I know the producers told them that, um, he told me like, they're like, wait, just, you just hang in there. When you watch the show, you'll know, like you'll see why you made the choice that you made. Um, but I think at that point he was already in love with her. And I think for me knowing him, I think it's the psychology and I think it's the, uh, Becca was so all in and Lauren was a little bit more holding back and a little bit more of a challenge in some ways. Um, and he had to handhold her a lot and that's why he chose Becca ultimately. Um, but he also, I know him and he likes to take care of somebody. Like, I think he likes that he kind of, you know, in some weird way. (laughs) So the, he chooses Becca for the fear of the unknown with Lauren. Yeah. And like, in that moment. Yeah. I, 
I, I believe so. And that like, she's been with a little bit more withholding and not as confident. And, you know, he even said like, you know, I just know Becca, like after I, I know she would have been able to handle it like with confidence. And she just commanded every scene and, you know, Lauren needed a lot more handholding and th- their relationship was just developing later. And I'm like, Ari, I reminded him, I'm like, you like to take care of someone. You like to be the hero. Like, so what? Like, Either way, you're going to have to hand, hold both of them through the, navigating them through just being in the public eye and social media and the negativity. So I'm like, I wouldn't let that change your mind. Yeah. Well, I think it's just just the one question I think that a lot of people have on their minds is why is he so in love with this girl? Because we just haven't seen it. When seen it when mm-hmm. we when we saw the when we saw the finale on Monday. Uh. I think it was their last date when they were in the her room to when he goes over to their place for the last date for each of them. And when he was with Lauren, Lauren says, I want to tell you why I'm so in love with you. And then she listed a bunch of generic things that someone mm-hmm. who's in love with somebody else is just like, you're so strong and you're the strongest person I ever know. It's like, that's so generic. That doesn't tell me why you're in love with someone. And then last night, on the live show, we get this, <laughs> just this, this showing of, again, these two physically cannot express why they love the other person so much, but the, all they do is tell us how much they love the other person. And it just seems off. I just don't see it. <laughs> and I, I think a lot of people feel that way. And, you know, it sucks for me because I keep getting... That's why I'm so glad it's over. Every Monday I get texts from people and I'm like, God, like this is actually hitting home for me because this is someone like who's a friend of mine who I've been through a lot with and I know very, very well and I don't want to overstep my boundary, but yeah. um, I do think like he has told me like we're just like on the same page. Like she's a lot like my mom and like she's kind of laid back and she's she's not the one who controls the room and is commanding and I think, you know, he's, yeah, most he's, certainly not. <laughs> no or doubt I'm, the, I'm more of like a Becca. Like I'm the one who's like, Oh, what? Oh, hell no. You did what? Like, you know, I will call you right out on stuff. But, um, he said that like, you know, we just like, he, he gave me a couple examples of like when we've, they did their happy couples and like jokes and like how they connect. Like, he's like, we can just like look at each other and like certain things, <laughs> like, you know, like she said something about like, how about those girls wearing their slippers in the house? Like, you know, and he's, that's so Ari, like, you know, he's like, my mom cooked dinner in her heels. Like, <laughs> um, like, like, this is why they're in a, love. This is, this is love. I didn't, know. I'm just talking about like the way they joke oh, together. Okay. Like he was telling me like, they just have the same sense of humor, I guess. And, um, I had no idea Lauren had a sense of humor. Okay. We haven't seen it. I mean, we just haven't seen it. But yeah, like you said, well, this is all. we might see it on the televised wedding. And oh, who yes. knows, I might be there because, you know, and I'll probably meet her once she's living here because she's not going to have a, a lot of friends. And I just, my hope for her is that she finds like a little bit, you know, she's done really well in her interviews and finds that confidence because let me tell you, Scottsdale is full of beautiful women and it's foreign to her. So I, you know, like I said, during their happy couple um, you know, I, I called him cause I was showing one of his listings and I told, I said, Hey, tell her, I would think I, you know, she was sitting next to him. I was like, tell her if she needs any help to, to reach out. But you know, she just needs to find that confidence. Yeah. I think that she, you know, she's moving to a city where I don't think she knows anybody unless somebody she went to college with now lives in Arizona or something like that. I, I have no idea, but 
she's moving for him. She lived in Dallas, then she went home to Virginia, and now she's going to be living in Arizona where I'm assuming she doesn't know a lot of people, so she's going to be new, she's going to be engaged, she's going to be hounded by people wanting to say stuff to them at all times. Like, yeah, it's not going to be easy for her. And she doesn't seem to have the personality of a Becca who seems to be able to kind of ride out this and almost kind of have fun with it because I think Lauren comes across as a little more uptight and a little more paranoid about things. And well, she, I think that's what I was saying. I hope she relaxes into it because Ari will support her along the way. He likes taking care of somebody. He likes, you know, like he will make her feel as comfortable as possible. And I know, and I know that about him. Um, he, I think he kind of likes that a little bit. So mm. he'll, she'll be in good hands and Arizona is like super chill. Like people aren't going to be hounding them. Like this is, you know, like I said, like if she has any questions, she can reach out, but she doesn't need me. Like she's got Ari for that. So, <laughs> well, what, it, I, I mean, I, I, I totally appreciate you really deep diving into us kind of giving us a background on kind of her and and Ari and their Just relationship. Just what I know. And I mean, I feel yeah. bad. Like, I don't want to like be like, hey, this is, but like, I also want to be in his corner because I do, Yeah, I see things that other people might not see and I do want the best for him and I, you know, set my feelings aside or whatever our past or our history is and having been through the same experience, um, you know, I just felt really bad this week and seeing all the negativity and like, you know, they said they're going to stay off social media, but ultimately I want it to work for him. You know, I hope it works for him because before he left, we had multiple conversations and he was torn. He's like, I mean, life is so good and things are going great, you know, like with work and, you know, we've been spending a lot of time together. Like, how do you feel about it? And, you know, so I just ultimately I don't want him to ever feel like he made a mistake in doing the show because I, you know, I've regretted it at times. Like, oh, should I have done The Bachelor? <laughs> it's not a fun feeling. <laughs> yeah, especially when you're attacked by the media post show. It's not. And, yeah. And so that's what it kicked up for me. I think that's why I felt so sad. It's like, oh, my God, it's happening to him. But he can handle it. He could handle it better than probably I ever could. Well, I mean, that's a lot to take in. And I didn't know you knew. <laughs> I didn't know you knew as much as you did about that. So I appreciate you sharing all that. Um, mm -hmm. As for you right now, like what's going on with you? Obviously, you and Ari are in the same business. You have to while he was gone, you were showing his listings and stuff like that. How is it going for you in the real estate world out there in Scottsdale? It's, you know, honestly, it's going great. I've got uh, a handful of deals in escrow right now, and it's kind of like life is normal for me. That's why I moved back here, and um, it's kind of why I'm glad that this season is over. <laughs> um, I'm single, and uh, okay. just, you know, my sister just had her third baby over the summer, Um I'm sorry, last, last two Junes ago, and uh, I that's why I moved back here. I get to see my family all the time, and yeah, I mean, I am I really do want to start a family. Like, I'm, I don't want to be too far behind my sister and my best friend Amy Bean's engaged. Like, yeah. I really, you know, I took some time to just to myself. I've, I feel like this me moving back here has just been all about working on myself and uh my heart's open. You know, I got out of a relationship for three years and for good in July. And, uh, since now I finally feel like I'm ready to like be completely heart, you know, full, fully in something new. Well, I'm, it's interesting because <clears throat> I don't know if you know about this. I posted this in my column a couple of weeks ago, your, your ex 
fiance, um, Ben Flanick, was somewhat in the news, I guess. I mean, it was in the news on, on, on my site in that um, it was brought to my attention and I posted it in my column a couple weekends ago that Ben was at some wineries in Sonoma with one of Ari's girls, uh, Bree, who got eliminated the first night. I haven't heard much about these pictures. I was sent. I was sent these pictures from their oh, IG from their Instagram story, and I was like, I know that Bree lives in Portland and Ben lives in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Like, there had to have been a meeting to where they made the decision. Hey. Why don't you come down here for the weekend so we can hang out and go to the wineries? I thought that was rather out of left field. Did you know about Ben and seeing one of Ari's girls or anything? (laughs) Oh, my God, I'm dying. Um, Okay, so it's funny. Somebody told me about that and kind of was a little bit surprising to me. So actually, (laughs) first of all, I will say – in December before New Year's, I said to my sister, like, no more going back to exes. And she's like, unless it's Ben, because my family's always had like a soft spot for him. And she's like, you didn't say going back to ex fiancés. So anyway, um, (laughs) yeah, she literally said that. And it was the day before Christmas. I was like, I'm starting the new year off fresh, like no more exes. And she's like, unless it's Ben. And I don't know if she just put it out in the world, but he reached out to me on Christmas and, um, and this has been a theme for me for the last couple of years. I've had exes reach out always on Christmas. The holidays does weird things to people. Yeah. Um, so we hadn't spoke on the phone since our breakup talk, which was five and a half years prior to that. So we ended up talking on Christmas and, you know, I was happy. I was happy to kind of clear the air with him. And, um, you know, I think maybe because my sister had just said that and, you know, him and his sister and I still talk, she's pregnant and, Um, I adore her. I love her. And anyway, we ended up getting together and we (laughs) watched, um, Ari's premiere together and you and Ben did. (laughs) Yeah, we did. Um, okay. (laughs) I know I didn't, I haven't told anybody. Um, but so yeah, that happened. And well, uh, we watched that together and spent a couple days together and it was nice. Honestly, I will say like it was so good to clear the air. There was obviously still chemistry there like there is with any ex, but we had a lot of laughs and especially watching Ari's season, especially in lieu of what has all happened in, in our history. Um, but somebody told me about that and I was a little bit, mm, it didn't feel great because I've also seen him since then. He's been in Arizona and, uh, it felt like a little bit like a slap in the face because I literally hit the follow button on that girl as a joke because we were watching. He's like, oh, my God, he got rid of, like, the prettiest girl. And I was like, let's look her up on Instagram. Like, we were, like, having wine and joking, watching the premiere. I mean, I even think I drunk dialed Ari. Like, we're watching. Guess who I'm with? Um, oh. And so we looked her up on Instagram and I hit the follow button, like, as a joke. And he's like, oh. <laughs> so to hear that, like, he was spending time with her um, was a little bit shocking, but I'm not surprised. <laughs> I, I got I need to digest all this. You, I mean, I guess you, I am surprised. I'm sorry. <clears throat> but you know, I just, I don't know what to make of it. I, I guess you're, you watched the premiere <laughs> of Ari season with Ben and you were the one that told <laughs> Ben about Brie. No, he was just like commenting on her and I was oh. like, Ooh, let's look her up on Instagram. And 
And like, and it's funny, he even said like, oh, this is the most famous she'll ever be like, or something like jokingly, like, because she was already posting like bachelor stuff and we kind of teased about it. And then I like reached over and hit follow and he was like, oh, you know, like, (laughs) and I was jokingly like, why don't you slide up in the DMs, you know, like as a joke. And then here, six weeks later, they happen to be at a Sonoma winery together. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, is this my fault? Like. And this is also somebody that who was just here for the Phoenix Open who I spent time with. And again, like, oh, I'm happy we're on good terms. Like, still, you know, we're friends. The moral of the story is we're friends. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> Sorry, that was a little, no, that was a lot. <laughs> I had no idea we were going in that direction. I was just like, hey, did you hear that Ben is possibly seeing Bree? And then we get I'm like, yeah. that. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, Going back to 2018, Courtney, not going back. No more exes. No more exes, Courtney. Let's let's stay away from the exes. Uh, The X-Files, yep. But from from where we're at right now, you know, I think one of the things that you brought up at the beginning of the podcast was when you found out that Ari was going to be The Bachelor, you kind of knew in the back of your mind, like, well, damn, like I've enjoyed spending time with him. But our relationship is going to change now. He's going to come back from this show almost positively an engaged man. And we can't do the things that we used to do or hang out as much as we used to do and go to the Phoenix Open or go to a Suns game or go to a Cardinals game together like you guys had been doing. Um, So I guess to end this and wrap this all up in a nice little bow, where does your relationship, friendship with Ari go from here? Um, you know, I've had, we had a brief conversation about that. I feel like, you know, when he was single and I was single and us spending all this time together, obviously it's different now he's engaged and, you know, being respectful to his fiance, like, you know, we're not gonna be spending as much time together, but I'll still always be a friend to him. And, you know, we're both in real estate. So really, I think our relationship changes. And I think that that's why I felt so sad when he went off to do the show. So, you know, it just, you know, it's time to kind of just <laughs> not be spending as much time together. So you can, so you can almost promise the listening audience that we're not going to get any, oh, hey, I saw Ari and Courtney out together at Sushi Holic, or hey, Ari and Courtney were at a son's game together, or we're not going to get any of those, or. I mean, we'll still see each other. I'm sure like, I'm sure I'll meet Lauren and I'm happy for him. Like I said, I'll probably be at the wedding, but, um, our relationship, he's engaged and I would be the same if I, if the roles were reversed. And that's what I said to him is if I was engaged, (laughs) like, and he got it, he's like, you're right. We can't be, he, that really registered with him. I was like, you know, I had a conversation, like our relationship needs to change and, you know, I've been even getting mean tweets already, like, oh, don't sabotage their relationship. And, you know, Ari, Ari always says, like, you're a little pot stirrer. Like, I'm not trying to stir the pot. Like, I, you're engaged. You're going to get married. Like, you're a dear, dear friend of mine. We've been through a lot together for many years. So it's not like we can't not be friends. It just has to change a little bit. And it's hard for people to quite understand, even me sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I think because you have a relationship that, was once a sexual relationship and you guys were a couple at one point and 
people that were once a couple that remain close friends and spend as much time as you guys have spent together, yeah, some people on the outside look at that as that's just different. And now a that- unorthodox, but like my family and our families are close. I had his family over when he was off filming and his dad helped me out with some of the stuff with the house. And, you know, I think that there's a way to keep people in your life. That's not romantic. Um, even after you've had a romantic relationship and disappointments, you know? Yeah. No, I, for me more so than him, you know, I've never really done that to him. So for me, it's easy. I'm like, Oh, like, you know, I'd rather, I said it in your last podcast, I'd rather have a friendship with him and not be disappointed (laughs) than be in a romantic relationship with him. And Mm -hmm. I don't think that he will do that to Lauren. I think he's gaga, goo goo gaga and like head over heels for her. So yeah, I mean that's just something that you and I <clears throat> cannot seem to um see straight on. I just I I I don't see it between them, but you say it's there and you've heard him I say it's see, there. I just and... see it. Like I didn't see it between him. I saw it between him and Lauren more than I did between him and Becca, honestly. But I, that's on um, the show cuz you haven't seen them together, right? Right. No, I've never seen any him with either of them, but just the yeah. look on his face, like in the vibe that like he was putting off when he was on dates with Becca. Um, and then when he was with Lauren, just the look on his face, like when he looks at her, you, I think, you know, I can see it because, yeah. you know, I know him pretty well. And I'm like, oh, my God, I've never seen him like this. Like he must be in love. <laughs> it's just it's just hard for the <clears throat> viewing audience to see this because <laughs> We just we just don't. I mean, even it's one thing to say, okay, well, we had 11 episodes on the show, but so much of that is edited. We're not seeing all the conversations, but now we're going to the live shows, the the, what we saw on Tuesday night and Mm -hmm. seeing them on Kelly and uh, seeing them on Kimmel and then seeing them on Kelly and Ryan. Like when I look at that, I'm I'm trying to see what this undeniable, passionate, we can't love each other more than two people possibly can. I I just, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't see it. It's, it's hard for me to see because maybe she's just, maybe she's nervous. It could be, it could be, it could be nerves. She could just not be great in front of the cameras. And when, when they get outside of cameras, she is just a barrel of monkeys and just the most bubbly, lively personality you'll ever see. Um, I find that hard to believe, but maybe that's the case. However, I think, you know, I've been very vocal about how I feel about the guy. Um, and we'll, you and I will always disagree on this, but I'm glad that we can still remain uh, friends and be able to be Me friends, too. even though we don't <laughs> see this guy in the same light. Um, the thing that I, f- I guess, fear is Lauren is Sydney 2.0. I, I, have, I have a fear that she is not a demonstrative person, someone that's going to speak out someone that is going to question him on things that he does. Because I think one thing that Sydney told me that always stuck with me was when you're with Ari, it's always about Ari. It's Ari time all the time. And he's very much about what he wants and not necessarily. And I have a feeling if that's the case that Lauren, because of the pressures of staying in this relationship, because if it ends, it's just going to be more of, See, told you so. A bunch of that stuff that she would get that that I just don't know if she's would put her foot down in this relationship. And I, I you know, she comes across as a Sydney 2.0 to me, and that's that's obviously not a good thing. 
mm. because of the way their relationship went. You know, I went. think that the difference between Sydney and Lauren is is that he's in love with Lauren. And boom, I just said it. He was never in love with Sydney. He's in love with Lauren. Yeah. And I think if he could have gotten there with her, he wanted that, but he just never got there. And after a year, it's like, okay. Uh, but yeah, so I think I can see where you're coming from on that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so basically he, he did the, he acted the way he did and got away with some of the things he did in the relationship with Sydney. You're saying because he didn't feel about her the way he does feel about Lauren. So that stuff won't happen with Lauren. So she won't have to worry about that part. Yeah. He's okay. in love with Lauren. He was never in love with Sydney. So that's one major difference there. Uh, okay. and I don't know. I mean, when he's been like really happy in relationships in the past, like I've, I've been through everything with him. I've, I know about them all. He's loyal. He won't cheat and he won't do those things. But, um, but according so, to him, he hasn't been in love in five years. So how do we know what, how does he know what, uh, I, I don't I know. It's so tricky, isn't it? <laughs> I just think that she is, um, a little bit more go with the flow. And I think that Lauren's going to, especially with everything in lieu of everything that's come out, like yeah. she's definitely going to hold him to more than Sydney ever did. Because quite honestly, I wouldn't stay with somebody for a year that never said, I love you. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, she talked about that on the podcast. He never said it. And she realized it after the fact that, yeah, it probably that should have been a sign. Or she could have just asked him, are you seeing other people? Are you sleeping with other people? Are you, there's certain questions that as a woman, you just ask when you're spending that much time with somebody that she just flat out didn't ask. Mm -hmm. And it, and it was hard for me to be on the other end where I knew so much and, uh, it wasn't my place to ever, you know, you live and you learn. It wasn't my place to, I'm sorry that she was hurt, but. I think the best thing she could do is just move on and stop live tweeting about it or live whatever, storying it. <laughs> She's like picking a scab, you know? Well, I I certainly uh, – we, we've covered a lot in this podcast. and I, I uh, know. I, I, I feel like it's so much. I'm so sorry for the listeners. They're probably, they're probably all tuned out by now. No, no. I think they kept their I – mean, because this was almost like – I don't want to say it's almost like interviewing Ari, but we're getting about as close to Ari and some of his thought process as you can get without actually speaking to him since mm. he would never speak to me and I really wouldn't care to ever have him on this podcast either. So, Oh, Mike, I think you'd actually like him. I I don't. I, I doubt it. But it's, it's okay. Oh, and that I'm not, it's, I'm I not mean, trying was, to be Ari's friend. <laughs> that was the other thing I wanted to say as much as, yeah. you know, his ex or whatever, Sydney could say like it was Ari time all the time. I think if she was honest, she would, he's a person and I know cause I've experienced it. Like he does goes above and beyond to like take you to nice dinners and take you on trips and do nice things. And I think that you can see that from her social media. So I don't know. I, I disagree with that statement because it isn't always all about him. Okay. Um, and I know because well, at least that's the way he's always been towards me. I guess I guess the thing at this point is it, it's such, it's so cliche, but it's like, look, time will tell. These two are either mm-hmm. going to get married and stay together for the rest of their lives, and Ari will be with one woman for the rest of his life. <laughs> or, oh my god, I knew you were going to laugh. At um, that. Or they are going to break up at some point. I mean, that's really when you start dating somebody, either you continue to date them, and then it develops into something serious and a marriage and you know, you basically or, and then a possible divorce or you break up before it even gets to that point. So 
you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's where we're at right now with this is like, it's just a wait and see approach. They are still very new in their relationship. They dated from September to November on a televised, on a, on a television show. Then he didn't talk to her from mid-November through January 1st. He got back with her on January 16th when he went and showed up in Virginia, and they've been together ever since January 16th. It's March freaking 7th. Like, mm-hmm. they're, they're so early in their relationship. So to sit there and say we're talking weddings and we're looking at venues and all, it's just too early. Like, let it play out. Let it burn. Let it just marinate. Whatever you want to say, um, I think we just got to wait this out. Uh, I don't, you know, I know obviously you're his friend and you see possibly things happening between them that maybe others don't see. But uh, at this point, it's a wait and see approach. I'll, I'll believe it when they walk down the aisle and become a married couple. Then I will believe that Ari is uh, invested in Lauren. But then again, I probably also believe they'll be the first bachelor couple who got married that also got divorced. So, um, Ooh, I just, <laughs> there you go. We, we never had one of those. Cause all, you know, as, as much flack as this, um, franchise takes for the lack of married couples, considering how many seasons there've been, the ones that have gotten married are still married. Like they haven't gotten, they haven't ended things. I mean, obviously a divorce can happen at any point, I guess, but the ones that have been together have stayed together. So I guess good for them. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see with Ari. We'll see what happens. And, you know, um, I just hope they realize what they're getting into. And I hope they realize that they need to kind of, they didn't need to do this, but it's not my relationship. If this is what they want to do, this is what they want to do. Uh, that's just, obviously I have that opinion. I think a lot of people have that opinion as well, but, um, we'll see what happens, uh, from here with them. So Courtney, um, Thank you for for coming on and doing this and being so I'm open a about a woman of my word. I told you yes. before I the season I said I just like kind of kept my head down all season. I was like, "Let's just wait and see how this plays out." So, I'm I'm happy to be here and thanks for listening. I know it's a lot to take. <laughs> so, No, thank you for thank you so much for coming on. I I appreciate it and sharing as much as you did. I had no idea that you knew as much as you did there. I was kind of like Mouth was TMI alert. <laughs> Mouth was kind of open this whole interview. I'm like, whoa, okay. I did not know that. Oh, she was with Ben on New Year's. Did not know that. I know. Okay. Hey, worst case scenario, they can end up six years down the road yeah. <laughs> watching another premiere together and laugh about their time together. So. Yeah. I mean, what a crazy, crazy world this Bachelor franchise is. So, um, again. I know. I think I'm not going to watch anymore. I just, I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> Well, if you do or you don't, I'm sure we'll have you back on this podcast in about a year from now or whatever. Maybe we'll just do a well, – no, seriously, we'll like just make it a yearly thing. Is just like, hey, you know, catch up, see what's going on. Um, maybe I would it, love to. Yeah, it'd be My fun. My pleasure. And, um, yes. Now that this is all over, I'm sure you and I will be in touch at least a little more frequently, just updating each other on what's going on and, and whatnot. And, um, you know, there's – there's a possibility, yeah, that we'll we possibility. We are going to bring you on the podcast again at some point, probably. Next oh, year, I, lo- so. I love doing a podcast once a year. I think the last time I did one was yours, and <laughs> <laughs> good. Uh, yeah, it's all good, and um, yeah, thanks for ha- thanks for having me on. Perfect. Uh, thank you so much again, Courtney, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Take care. Okay. Bye. Thank bye. you. Bye. Well, thank you to Courtney for that. It was uh, more than I ever expected and 
I mean, there was that was just meaty. There was a lot of stuff to take in in that interview. Uh, the only thing I knew pretty much going in was what she told me on September 7th of last year. Like, it was a really weird conversation. I had called her up. I was in Las Vegas. It was that weekend. He got announced on th- Thursday the 7th or whatever day the 7th was. And um, I remember I spoke to her that weekend. Maybe it was the 8th or the 9th. And I was just like, this is news. Holy shit. Can't believe this happened. And she's on the other end and practically in tears. And I was, I had no idea that they had been that close leading up to him going to filming. And wow. Um, There's just a lot to digest in that information, in, in that interview. So, um, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I certainly did. I, I learned a lot. Um, you know, Courtney and I are always going to disagree. She's obviously Ari's friend, and um, we'll always disagree. Do I think that Ari is going to marry Lauren Burnham and she's the only girl he's going to be with for the rest of his life? Absolutely not. Um, but Courtney, as his friend, she's kind of got to say that. I don't think she's going to say, yeah, they're going to break up. Like, even if she thinks it deep down, I don't know if she does or doesn't, but I don't expect her to admit it, but I do appreciate um, her being as open as she was. And I didn't know she knew as much as she did. Um, so, uh, and a lot of it was, I don't think people were, people might say that she was ratting or I don't think she ratted him at all. In fact, she did more defending him. Uh, I think than, than ratting him or, you know, a lot of the stuff that she said, well, he told me this, it's stuff that if you're watching the Kelly and Ryan shows and the morning shows that, Ari and Lauren are making the rounds on, or even the live shows um, that were part of the finales. It's stuff that he's saying now, like for the first time. Courtney just happened to know it a couple months in advance. So, um, yeah, I don't, I, I, have, I have no problem with what she said. I don't think that she betrayed his friendship. Obviously, their friendship changes now because of where he's at in his life and where she's at in his life. And I'm, I'm glad she recognizes that because I always thought it was still a little bit much that she would would do the things that she did with Ari hang out as much as she did when he was regardless if he was checked out of his relationship with Sydney it still seemed a little bit disrespectful um but uh again a lot to take in there i hope you enjoyed it and um yeah i enjoy because i'm still kind of i'm recording this right after Courtney and i hung up and i'm still kind of trying to remember everything she said i just know there was a lot to to digest there. So thanks again for tuning in. If you could rate, subscribe and review an Apple podcast, it would be very much appreciated. Uh, you guys have been doing a great job. So keep it up with that. Um, if you saw my tweets earlier this week, next week's guest is Amy Kaufman, a writer for the LA times who wrote the book bachelor nation inside the world of America's favorite guilty pleasure. Um, looking forward to talking to her next week. Um, and I think you'll all enjoy it as well, because not only is she, in Bachelor Nation and has covered it for as long as she has. Um, she has done some really good exposés on uh, for the LA Times within the last few months of the Me Too movement and who she's spoken to and the people that she's had to out. And just because I'm, I'm so curious about how someone goes about covering that, because the second you cover it, the people that you are, you know, going uh, the someone speaks out against, I think the, one of the ones that she did was Brett Ratner. 
you know, obviously people in Brett Ratner's camp probably hate Amy Kaufman now, and I wonder if she's gotten death threats, and I wonder if people have tried to silence her. Uh, it's a very fascinating thing. I mean, the LA Times is kind of a big newspaper, so can't wait to talk to her next week and get all all that. And next week's podcast is going to go up on Wednesday because I leave for Vegas next Wednesday morning, so um, I'm going to post it next Wednesday. So you'll get it a day early. Thanks again to everybody. Thanks again. It's been a hell of a season. Everybody that reads and listens to the podcast, just know you're contributing to the bottom line here, and, and, I, and I can't thank you enough. And uh, we'll continue doing this. We're going to have updates as frequently as I can on Becca's season. You've already got six of the guys' names. I'll have their full profiles up for you next week, and plus another couple other guys that I'll, I'll throw in there for you before I leave. So, again, for Courtney Robertson, I'm Reality Steve. This has been podcast number 68, and we will talk to you next week. See ya.